The Raw Report on KVLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday. Happy Thursday to you. That is the one and only Brandy Norwood off of that (laughs) Christmas with Brandy album. What? It's a good one. It's a good one. Yes, I love her. That's my girl. Um... It is getting closer and closer to the holiday season, and wow, uh, it is right around the corner. It feels really good. Uh, I hope that you are all getting into the Christmas, you know, mood. Andy, you? You know what? I'm in the Christmas spirit. I love that. And I want to show some love to Miss Deborah Chicola and to Miss Penny Thompson. Yeah. For cheering me up and bringing me into that mood. Salute to you, ladies. I appreciate it. I appreciate the gift. I received your card. Aww. So uh, I just want to show love to you guys. Aww, yay! That That's beautiful. I'm glad that they can bring you some holiday cheer. Um, if you all recall, Andy was not feeling very festive recently. And so, uh, you know, hopefully Deborah Chacoa, Penny Thompson have lifted your spirits. Well, you said they have and many others as well. Um, good show. I'm expecting to have, you know what, you know what? I I actually have gifts. I have gifts. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do this a few times today. I'm actually going to give away some tickets, movie tickets. Aquaman is coming out tomorrow. And because of that, you know, your girl is going to hook you up with free tickets through Fandango. I will tell you when to call and uh, we got you. That's the thing about it. Andy and I, we've got you. Um, So we'll do that in just a little bit as well. Um, Let's get to a couple of updates that we have for you. Y'all, okay, we've been to, it's, this is not funny, but I, I'm, I'm blown away actually that, In this time, so many things are coming to the forefront. So many stories are surfacing and uh, and resurfacing. Um, And what I mean is Claudia Jordan, she's calling out a director that she knows uh, that she says drugged a friend of hers and says that that director's time is coming. Um, Those are allegations, of course. Everybody seems to be telling on someone that they've experienced something, they know something, but that they're getting ready to tell. In fact, Vin Diesel is the latest person, celebrity, to be sued for a sexual battery by an assistant who alleges that he forced himself on her during a production on the Fast and Furious set during the production of that in 2010. Model Jaden Steele, she alleges that she was physically attacked by Method Man in the 90s. Now, I don't know why this is the time and why everybody's coming out. Uh, Christian Keys, whom we're, we are going to talk about today, he says this is not about money. This He intentionally let the statute of limitations run out on his case. And so he says it's not about that. But he felt inspired by Cassie, who, as we all know, and we've talked about over and over again, he felt, uh, you know, Cassie let it out the bag. She filed a lawsuit against Diddy. And now uh, it's still an ongoing investigation. But according to Christian Keys, he was inspired. And maybe that's what everybody else is feeling, too. But it just seems like Hollywood is getting ready to collapse in in certain ways. If these people are found to be guilty, if there's data showing that 
um, what these people are alleging is true. Andy? I wonder if the strike had something to do with this, too. How so? I don't know. Just, you know, I feel like Hollywood was obviously at a standstill. Kind of like the pandemic. You know, you're kind of stuck mm. in limbo. And, you know, you just start reflecting about a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. And you're obviously in this fight. Uh, you know what I'm saying, for just, you know, equal rights, you know, higher pay, this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. And you just, you just, you realize that, you know, when things do come back to normal, that things need to change. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, just, you know, trying to put two and two together. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just assuming that maybe the strike probably, you know, inspired folks to Sure. It, you, and you could be absolutely correct about that. We don't know. Um, it just seems like so strange because it's happening all right now at the same time. So we'll see what happens with that. As you already know, we will keep you updated here on The Raw Report. Um, before we get to it, though, uh, and to The Raw Report, I do have a poll that I want. It's a question that I, I saw from Cameron Diaz, actress Cameron Diaz. She believes that Married couples should normalize having separate bedrooms and even separate homes. That is that comes straight from Cameron Diaz. Maybe that's something she practices in her own marriage. But I want to know from you uh, over in our YouTube. Do you believe should couples married couples normalize separate bedrooms just to give each other some time or something like that? Andy, didn't we discuss this like maybe <laughs> two weeks ago or something like that? Was it Shirley Ralph? And her, husband? her her separate homes, yeah, um, yeah. It's a little bit different. We'll talk about it, but um, right now it's looking like it's looking like a no from everybody here. We'll talk more about that and we'll revisit it. But let's get into the Rob report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Okay, Van Lathan, uh, producer, host uh, of his own podcast. He says black men, he's talking to certain black men. He's telling them you were molested and it's time to talk about it. There's a clip that we will play that is going to sound all too familiar to a lot of you. I know that it sounded familiar to me. Um, we will talk about it. I, I feel like this is a conversation that has not been had. We talk so much about women and uh, a, a lot of the things that happened to us. Um, but men. It is time to talk about it. So we're going to get into that conversation on the other side. We're also going to talk a little bit more about Christian Keys because it seems like the tides are turning a little bit. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. As we know, he recently came out saying that, you know, he's got receipts. He's got voice recordings of uh, his perpetrator, his alleged uh perpetrator someone who he felt has sexually harassed him for many many years uh, but I'll tell you why it seems like things are turning against him right now and lastly we're going to talk about Tiffany Red who is Cassie's friend Cassie is the one who filed the lawsuit against Diddy Tiffany Red was right there along with her she's a friend and a songwriter to Cassie and she's speaking out on her own interview on NBC and she's giving her own account is this helpful or is it hurtful? We're going to talk about that on the other side with our wonderful contributor who's on the line with us. We'll do all of that uh, on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Robin. Well, well, well. Who do we have on the phone? None other than someone who is not new to KBLA or to the Rob Report. We've got Avi Bernard on the line with us. Hey, Avi. <laughs> hey, Robin, what is up? Always a pleasure to be with you. <laughs> Definitely. Always a pleasure to have you. I appreciate you coming on today. And uh, you know what? 
let's jump right into it because why not? I think we are going to have a, a really good conversation about this. And I think you're probably the perfect person to do this with. Um, you are a man and Van Lathan is a man and he's talking to men. He says, um, you know, it's about time that we start normalizing the conversation around men who were molested. But here's the thing about it. It's not just it's not just the men who were molested. Here's the the strange part. Men who don't believe that they were molested. Men who think that it was cool what happened to them or, you know, somehow they got a leg up or so. We're going to let Van Lathan talk about this on his, uh, we'll listen to what he's got to say and then we'll let you chime in on everything um, afterwards, Avi. Let's take a listen to it. There's this thing that exists, particularly in the South. Maybe it's some guys that are just making stuff up to make themselves seem more um, virile or like they got more chicks or whatever. But you'll talk to somebody, different people, and you'll ask them, like, yo, when was the first time you started, like, having sex or whatever, whatever? And they'll be like, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, nine to ten years old, there used to be this girl that would come over and, like, watch us. And then, like, I've heard this before. And yes. then, like, I would, like, that was the first woman that either gave me or the first time I had sex. You hear that at, like, 14, 15, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, damn. Like, nine, ten, you was getting it off? Like, yeah, bro. Then you get to one age, one age mm -hmm. and you go, fam, you were molested. Mm -hmm. nah, I wasn't molested. I was getting, I was liking that. I was getting, I was getting, bro. I was, I was doing this, man. Like I was, I, I was enjoying it, bro. I, she let me do this and she let me do that. She was like one of my mama friends or she was one of my mama friend's daughters that we went to church with, bro. She was like 17, 18, whatever. I'm like, yeah, but you were molested. Mm -hmm. Nah, man, one of my mama friends taught me how to French kiss or like, yeah, yeah, the story keeps getting more molesty as it goes, because I don't know if you know that your masculine energy doesn't free you from being assaulted or molested. Mm -hmm. Like you were molested. That is powerful. Um Avi, I I'm going to turn it over to you. Can you identify with this? Because I, I said earlier on, I feel like this is going to be all too familiar for a lot of people. Um, I don't I'm definitely not asking you to put your own business out there. But at least is this something that you've heard from other peers? Well, I can't recall a, a specific friend of mine telling me a similar story, but I'm sure that this happens. You hear about this. You hear about it even in schools when teachers are having inappropriate sexual quote unquote relationships with boys who are young boys in their early teens. And this is talk this uh Van is talking about someone who is nine or ten or boys who are nine or ten experiencing this. I don't disbelieve that. It's it's horrible to think about. And he's absolutely right. You have to you have to understand. Eighteen is is known as the age of consent. Meaning, if you're under 18, you are not old enough to give consent. And so that is harassment. It is abuse. It is assault. It is molestation. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really disgusting to think about, but I'm sure it does happen. And, and as men, we are less likely to say that we were hurt because mm -hmm. we're taught from a very young age to man up, to be strong, to be tough. And so we don't even like to show emotions, like acceptable emotions, like being sad and, and crying. We don't even like to do things like that, let alone tell people or tell the world 
that we were assaulted or we were um, molested because that that I think to men that makes us feel like we did something wrong. It makes us feel like we're not strong enough. It makes us feel like we're weak. It makes us feel like, well, men don't get molested. We we like to be with women. It doesn't matter what age we start mm-hmm. doing it at, and it and, and it does matter. And regardless of how you may have felt in that moment, as Van talked about being nine or 10 or whatever, or 12 or even 15, if you're, if you're engaging in activities like that with a young boy, then you are molesting that boy. For sure. And, and regardless of how that boy feels about it in that moment. And it's, it's, it's a really, it's really sad to, to even think about it, but I'm glad that Van brought this up, brought this up because it is important. And we talk, and, and just imagine if it were, if it were the shoe on the other foot, if it were a young girl mm-hmm. who were that age and were and and were being put in that situation by a caregiver, you know, there's no question about it. But when we talk about young boys going through a similar situation, then we wonder if it's even the same thing. It's absolutely the same thing. Yeah. Um, do you feel like getting? First of all, I feel like we've not provided men enough of a safe space to come out and say something like that like yes i've been molested i don't feel that the world has that the world is ready to allow men to say something like that instead we do play into the narrative of yeah you, like the, the men say they're they're like yeah you know i was getting it young i you know like it's it's correlated to championship or conquering something, you know? So is that the wrong focus? Do, do we not focus on trying to help heal and uh, provide a safe space for them? And do we turn it again? I don't think it's a, it's a either, or I think it's definitely a both. And where we're supposed to be talking to a lot of women, a lot of women, let's be clear. Let me, let me tell you something. When I say that that is familiar to me, I know a lot of, uh, of stories where they talk about, well, my mom's friend, she taught me how to French kiss. She taught me, you know, my this this older woman who used to come over used to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, we're not talking about the women here. The women who who uh, allegedly had done, done all the acts. Are we, what, what is your thought on that? Do we not spend any time trying to help heal these men? Because it almost seems like they're already buying into the fact that, no, 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 that makes me cool. So do we not spend time on that and focus on the the women? Oh, I I think it's both and. You have to focus on both. I mean, you have just in the same way that boys have to be given education. And to be clear, this is this is a much larger issue with men. Men are 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 largely are the majority of people who commit sexual assault and molestation. So we have to be clear about that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen the other way. And we do have to have to educate everyone. And I do think that there are women who who engage in this, and we do need to focus on them. Mm-hmm. We do need to, anyone who does this should should suffer the consequences. Yeah. And at the same time, we do have to make it acceptable for men to come forward and to feel safe in, in sharing stories like this, and not only to feel safe, but to feel like their manhood is not going to be questioned because of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Andy? I unfortunately really don't see men coming out about this yeah. um, growing up. From elementary, middle school, high school to college, I've come across a lot of men who had that experience. And when they would share those stories amongst the men, it was like we was praising him. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, 
at nine, you got a cracking already. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. Men loved it, even right. at even at a young age. I know even Lil Wayne talked about it, if I'm not mistaken, at 12 years old, if I'm not mistaken. And it's like we praise that situation. So as men, especially as adults, you know what it is that we like, what it is that we chase. I just I do not see us. I'm curious to know what psychological effects it has on us as we grow up. Yeah. But I just mm-hmm. we, we look at that like just like that's a good thing. Yeah. And as you were saying that is so interesting. I um, I think about when you talk to grown men and then you talk to grown women who both have had sex at a very young age. Women are ashamed of it. Men are proud of it. So um, that's mm-hmm. a, it's a great point. I'm just not too sure that uh, it'll change. But I do think, you know, so many topics that we talk about here on this show and just here at the station as a whole, you know, we, we like to say it starts by having a conversation. It starts by continuing to to talk about it and uh, allowing for the community to have a voice as well. But still, when I think about it, Avi, it, it's, it saddens me because I'm like, have we made any sort of um progression in in helping any of these issues i know the conversations are important for sure but when we when we talk about healing and we talk about um making change for the next generation are we seeing any any results any any progression or any evolve evolving um for the next generation and that saddens me to think that it's possible we may not be well i think we definitely are i mean think about we're think about were they having these conversations 40 years ago on the radio, right. on, on a, a major market radio station, or even a smaller market radio station. Were they having these kind of conversations? I guarantee you they were not. And an, an important point to, to bring, up, bring up in this conversation is this all stems from the over-sexualization of black men and black women. Mm-hmm. And, from, and, and also the fact that we are seen as being older when we're not. And this is why we talk about you know, young kids in their in their confrontations with the police, when they're confronted by police, they're treated as older. When when black women are in labor, yeah. um, they're there's they're they're not taken as seriously when they describe some of the pain they're in, and that's because we're over sexualized and we're over and when we're looked at as not being as human, mm-hmm. because maybe because we uh, we have beautiful features or because we. Uh, we have a, 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 we make up the majority of the athletes in the professional sports leagues, and so we're looked at as being stronger or whatever the case may be. But we have got to we got to continue to have this conversation and be aware of that over sexualization because just having a conversation is important, Robin. And you are doing mm-hmm. a, a service and you are progressing this issue by having this conversation because some people may have never even thought about this. Mm. Well, I appreciate that. Um, definitely that vote of confidence. <laughs> you know, I do hope that we are making a difference just by the conversations alone. Um, let me ask you about this before we before we move forward. And, and I know we're uh, we still have our Christian keys to talk about in our Tiffany Red. But I had the, the poll question up here and I'm shocked by the results. <laughs> it says, should married <laughs> couples normalize separate bedrooms? And yes, we had a conversation recently when Cheryl Lee Ralph, when she talked about the fact that her husband, she and her husband lived sep- in not just separate homes, separate states across state from each other. Um, he was in D.C. She was in or Philadelphia and she was in Los Angeles. 
California and uh, for 18 years. But the question now is, should we normalize couples having separate bedrooms in within the home? <laughs> and I'm shocked to say 55 per only 55 percent say no. It started out at a strong 100 and 44 percent of you say yes. I am shocked by that. Obviously, it, we only have a minute left. But tell me, where do you stand on this on this subject? <laughs> Listen, at what point are you not married? I mean, if you are living in separate bedrooms or let alone separate homes, just you might as well just have a roommate at that point. What <laughs> point are you not married? I mean, I'm not knocking anybody's preference. If you if you prefer to live in separate bedrooms, that's fine. I just, I don't know. For me, that doesn't seem like something I'd want to do. If we're at, at that point, maybe we ought to just, you know, talk about the nature of our relationship and whether we still want to be married. That's just me. That's I'm fair. not saying it's, it's wrong. I'm just saying, I think, I, I don't know, man, if you're married, where does the intimacy, where does the intimacy come from? If you're, if you're not sharing beds, are you making okay. appointments to have relations? I, I got you. I got you. Andy, I want to get your, your, your point real quick. Real quick. One of the bedrooms is my man cave. The other bedroom is her lady fortress. And we still have a, ma- uh, a main bedroom. Master bedroom. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll give you my answer. That's that's just hangout spaces. That's not bedrooms. Okay. I'll give you my answer. My answer is pretty good on the other side. (laughs) So, uh, and then we're going to carry on with all of our other conversations too. Right now we've got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Oh, no. You're inside The Raw Report. On KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, Come on in here. I hope you are uh, enjoying the show right now. And if you're just joining us, welcome on in. We are talking about Van Lathan, who says it's time to have a conversation about men who have been molested as young children. Although they are very prideful of it, um, it is something that needs to be talked about. Um, On the other side, we were also talking about, should we normalize married couples having separate bedrooms? And I told you I would give you my, my stance on it. Here's the thing. I do believe in separate spaces for sure. Like, you know, Andy talked about having a man cave and, and the woman having her, you know, she cave, whatever you want to call it. There's something special about taking time away from each other because you get to miss one another and you get to come back together. So, no, living in separate bedrooms is an absolute no-no. But I'm not sure that I have a problem with separate bedrooms. Like, say, for instance, you want to have a date and you want to get dressed up and you don't want him or her to see you looking the way that you look. And then, boom, you guys meet in the living room and like, wow, you look great. It's sort of like you were first dating. That's what I have to say about it. So living in separate bedrooms, absolutely not. But having a separate bedroom for times where you just might want some time away. It's like you have a you're on a trip somewhere or (laughs) I'm on a trip somewhere. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's my stance on it. You know, um, I don't know. That's where I stand. Okay. All right. Okay. That that gets a (laughs) where, where, where. That gets one of those. (laughs) Avi, do do you hear me? Or, you know, can you get the point? No, Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That, and that's what I was saying before. That's what I was, I was agreeing with what Andy said about having separate spaces. Okay. But when you when it comes to sleeping in different uh, places, that's a whole different conversation. I'm not saying it's wrong or that people shouldn't do it. People should do whatever works for them. I'm just I'm just saying my 
preference, my idea of being married to someone is not me sleeping in a different bedroom. A hundred percent. I agree with you on that. And Damien Rowe says, if a spouse desires a separate home or a separate bedroom, trust me, they're creeping and don't want their cover blown, period. What y'all think? Ah, I don't know. I think more so on, don't get me wrong, there are those out there, especially if they want to uh, exclusively stay in their separate bedrooms, I think, then, then there's a deeper conversation to be had. Um, before we move on, Avi, I do want to, I told you guys I have a giveaway, and this is going to be for um, uh, Fandango users, the movie Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. It's coming out tomorrow, December 22nd. I'm actually excited about this. It stars Jason Momoa, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, and it's in theaters tomorrow. Now, if you are a user of Fandango and you know how to put in codes, I have a special code for two callers, and it's good for two tickets. So the first two callers to call Andy, 1-800-920-1580, you can go see Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom because uh, it comes out tomorrow. So, uh, again, first two callers, 1-800-920-1580, and you can get your codes uh, worth. It's good for two tickets through Fandango. All right. Um, first of all, are you a, are you an Aquaman? Because, Avi, I, I'm, I'm going to kick you off the line right now if you tell me you're not a fan of Aquaman. <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of Jason Momoa. I think okay. he's, um, he, he's, got, he's got a really good presence. Um I, I do like uh, I do like him being cast as Aquaman. I'm not as much of a fan just of the DC films overall. I just think that they get so outclassed by Marvel. It's not even funny. Okay. But I I do support Jason Momoa in that role. I think he does great a great job in that role. It's um I I mean I'm down to watch it. Okay. But would I rather would I rather watch Black Panther? I mean, would I rather watch Iron Man? I mean, you okay. know what I'm saying? All right, I got it, Avi. You you going? You you talking? <laughs> you about to go into a hole? You know, <laughs> it's all good. Now, as long as you get down with Jason Momoa, and again, Aquaman is going to be a fantastic movie. Uh, make sure you guys check it out, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And if you want your tickets, there's actually going to be another opportunity. If you're not the first two callers, there will be another opportunity later on in the show for you to get free tickets to go see it in theaters tomorrow. Um, Avi, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation about Christian Keys. If you've listened to my show uh, just several days ago, I was telling you about the fact that Christian Keys, he's outed his um, his his predator, he's basically his alleged predator, saying that he's been sexually harassed and attempted sexually assaulted um, for many, many years now. Well, here is everybody was on his side. He was getting a lot of people backing him up and a lot of people who were joining forces with him and supporting him. But the reason why things are turning now is there have been speculation around certain names that it could be. People are thinking, oh, maybe it's this person. He called them a deity. He says that this person is basically high and mighty. Now he's called them a billionaire, says that they've, they've got a documentary on them. Several names have been mentioned. He has commented on posts. He has liked certain posts. He's posted his own interview on his own page. He's doing everything but telling us who the person is. And mm -hmm. at this point now, people are like, okay, well, Christian, are you trolling? Are you um, are you just liking this attention? Why aren't you, if, if for no other reason, even if it's not to appease the public, 
and, you know, for entertainment purposes, at least clear the names of who it is not by putting the names out there. Where do you fall on that? Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because uh, Christian Keys responded to a Bossit Instagram post in which they said that when he liked or reposted uh, someone's post that kind of uh, allegedly cleared somebody who it could have been, mm-hmm. he commented on Bossip's uh, post saying, not, not accurate at all, I didn't clear anyone. Mm-hmm. So he's not even clearing anyone. Right. And so th- this is, now this kind of sort of ties into what we were talking about earlier, um, about you know men coming forward and being uh, feeling safe enough to do so. And I commend him for sharing that this happened to him. It, it, it is also up to him when he discloses and if he discloses who that person is, I think it's hard for some people to hear that this happened to him and not hear who did it. Because in their mind, he has the ability and maybe the responsibility to say who it is. If you've come this far mm-hmm. and you've said this happened to you and this person is still out there, you have to tell us who it is because they might still be doing this to other people. Mm-hmm. And I, I do I do understand that. I'm not saying people who have that thought are wrong. And I do, I, a part of me agrees with that also. Mm-hmm. But part of me also wants him to have the space to, to reveal who it is in his time. I do think that if it's someone who is at large and has the ability to do this to other people, then he does have to come forward at some point and say who it is. Um, yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I'm all about people taking their own time and coming out in their in in their own way, whatever it works best for them. However, I think there is something to say about the fact that you've put you it's it's a major cliffhanger and not necessarily just again, Uh not just for the public. But if if I'm out there, if I'm a, a person of, you know, notoriety and people are saying my name and speculating that I'm the one and it has nothing to do with me, I want you to say something just to clear me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this thing is becoming yeah. larger than life at this point. Um, he did make another post saying some of these negative and ignorant comments are the exact reason that men, especially black men, don't talk about this kind of stuff. I pray that the people making the comments never have to experience anything like this. And y'all have said his name in the comments, which is crazy because that's how many people know what's going on, trying to find the strength to finish this race. I do hope he finds the strength to finish this race. I know that he will. Um, but I also think it's that that's just another teaser when you're saying, you know, y'all have actually said his name in the comments and things like that. I just feel like he he at, at some point it's becoming a little bit much. It's becoming like people are victim shaming yeah. him at this point, you know, because they're like, why are why would you even if why would you say anything if you weren't ready to come out uh, in the first place? Andy, has he? Yeah. Owned- yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Has he always insinuated that it was a man? He has. Okay, I just wanted to He has. Um, before we get to you, Avi, can we get to this call uh, from Mimi calling from Jacksonville, Florida? Hello to you, Mimi. Hi, Robin. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Good, good. I wanted to just comment on Christian Keys. Um, I watched the live uh, on Friday, and it was powerful. I think... This is the first time that I have seen a black heterosexual man discuss being 
um, sexually harassed, uh, attempted sexual assault, and that itself was just so powerful for me because I never, I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I never thought about the man's, you know, the flip side of men being um, victims mm-hmm. or survivors. I thought of them as being the abusers. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think you're alone in that, Mimi. Um, can I ask you where you stand in terms, because I, I feel the same way. I think a lot of people did. They feel like they were team Christian, you know, mm-hmm. after he came out. But do you feel any kind of way about the fact that uh, he's, sort of alluding to certain things by liking comments and, and you know, making certain comments about things that are out there, but he's not necessarily saying the name of the person. Do you feel any kind of way about that? Yeah, I think at this point he's got to say something whether he wants to or not because when you're a celebrity and you go on a platform like Instagram and you say this and he was specific about I have audio, you know, pen and all kinds of, you know, proof evidence. I've been to the police station or I've been to the parking lot or I went inside. I've talked to my lawyer. I've talked to my brother. My brother said, wait, you know, I'm going to do it in my own time. It's too late. You have to do it now because you opened it up when you went on the internet. Yeah. So you got to bring the stuff forward. Otherwise, we're going to think it's him or him. And we've got these two guys that we're thinking and we're giving them the side eye. And either one of them is saying, it's not me. Mm. So he's got to, whether he wants to or not, he's mm. got to. Well, well said. Um, thank you so much, Mimi. We appreciate your call. You can call Thanks. anytime. Have a great night and happy holidays. Thank you. You, t- you too. Okay. Uh, Avi, let's get back yeah, to you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't completely agree with Mimi just in in on one in one area if someone comes forward and and talks about an experience then they shouldn't be feel forced to reveal the identity of their of their attacker or their assaulter because they should they should I think just sharing that is hard enough and there can be some level of healing that comes with that but I do agree with Mimi and uh with with you that once someone, once he starts saying like, okay, it's one of the people below, at that point, okay, dude, you know, that that's doing too much. You got to go ahead and say who it is at that point. You can't just say, okay, well, there's four names listed below. It's one of those four names. What are you, what, what is, what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. You, you might as well just share who it is at that point. And then, because now you're going to have all, as, as has been talked about already, um, you're going to have all the other people with, uh, with questions over their names. And dirt on their name yeah. unnecessarily. So you, you got to, if you're going to be doing that kind of thing, you got to, you do have a responsibility at that point to reveal who the person is. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. Um, it, this is a tricky one because I'm still, I'm still behind Christian Keys. I still, you know, uh, am supportive of him and him. Absolutely. Sort of, yeah. Taking his time with however he wants to reveal it. And he says he's going to, he's talking to different attorneys and going to the 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 police and all the things he's taking care of that on the backside but it's like if you weren't quite ready to reveal or if something you know it's like why did you bring that into the public's eye in the first place if you weren't quite quite ready it's sort of like when they say if you pull a gun you better be ready at least right ready to 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 you know 
do something with it. Uh, Deborah Chicoa says maybe we sh- maybe he should have used a different forum to discuss the abuse, like maybe a therapist if he wasn't ready to reveal the names. Exactly. Thank you. Um, exactly. Um, it, it, that that's that's my sole purpose and now it's getting murky it's getting messy so many people are being brought into this um a, a major very predominant past pastor has been brought into this a major film producer has been brought into this they're talking about music executives and he's giving you all of the clues to do your research and come up with your own ideas. But it's just, if, if he's not ready to talk about it, then I just feel like it was a it was kind of unfair. Not for us, not for the people, not for the public, but unfair for the guys, for the men who are being discussed right now. Um, that's where mm-hmm. I stand on that. Um, Avi, Avi Bernard, thank you so much for joining the Raw <laughs> Report today. I appreciate you as always. And um, let everybody know where they can find you online. Well, Robin, I appreciate you more. I love the show. I'm always, uh, always delighted to join. And you can find me on Instagram at Avi Bernard. And I will be on this very air live tomorrow, Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, as I am every Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific. Very, very nice. Well, thank you so much. And if I don't hear from you or talk with you, then happy holidays. And we'll talk in the, in the early part of the new year. Happy holidays, Robin. All right, take care. When we come forward, I actually still want to discuss this Tiffany Red situation, so maybe I'll do that. We still have uh, Aquaman tickets that we'll uh, that we'll we'll give away um, f- through Fandango as well. So keep it locked. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on the Raw Report. Interesting. I, I'm curious what you all would think um, <laughs> when a man says that he is the prize in a relationship. I don't know that it's it's not bad, but Andy, can I get your thought on this? I'm I'm looking at a at a at a uh, a post where Simone Biles, who we know is gymnast extraordinaire Simone Biles her husband now husband uh Jonathan Owens he's explaining how they met but he also talks about the fact that he wasn't really into gymnastics and you know he is we know do you are you familiar with who Jonathan Owens is no he plays football um sorry I don't know the team but he says that he felt that he was the catch is this a weird thing to say when it comes to a relationship? Now, I'm not trying to set it up, but. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. I believe he plays for the Packers because I've seen some old bios at, at a couple. Of oh, Packers yes. Games. OK. OK. Is it strange to say, especially when you're married to this this uber decorated? Right. She's got she's the the, the number one gymnast of all time right now at this point, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it strange to say that you're the catch in the relationship? I'm not trying to set this man up. I'm just, it's a valid question. Did he provide context as to why he felt that he was the catch? I, there's a, there's an interview. I haven't watched the entire okay. interview. So, okay. um, maybe also when he saw, cause he's talked about it was online. He swiped and they were, there were a match, I guess maybe this was some online kind of app situation. I don't know, but okay. Maybe he's thinking, you know what, I play, I make this, I play for this, and I got, you know, girls galore, and not necessarily knowing about her at the time. 
that that's fair. If he didn't know who she was, then I can see where, you know, it, it's a cocky mentality to think of mm-hmm. considering, you know, he's a football player in the NFL. Um, but I'm, I'm with him to a degree where I've always felt like I'm the prize too. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mad at him for feeling like he's the catch, but you know, I, I hope he didn't share that with her though. Well, it's a live, con- it's a, it's a live interview. Oh, well, it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> but he's now married to her. So maybe, okay. maybe now, you know, it's an inside joke. Maybe he shared that with her before in, in passing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I do say that there's nothing, you should always think highly of yourself uh, regardless, but when you're in a relationship, you know, now I think it's kind of funny to say something like that, you know, but I'm not in their relationship. Let me back up. Right. OK. <laughs> um, so we never really got a chance to get around to this uh, Tiffany Red conversation, but I'll just give you my my very brief thought on that. Tiffany Red, who is a songwriter and the friend of Cassie, has done her own interview with NBC and she's talking about her own accounts, what she thought, what she felt when she had interactions with Diddy. She's calling for him to be arrested. Now, I'm not sure if she is clout chasing at this point, just trying to hop on board and maybe get some money. I'm sure she got paid possibly from this NBC uh, interview. I don't know. I'm just not sure how it looks. And if, if it's, you know, if I had a friend, if I was in that situation, if I'd want my friend, you know, going out there to talk about it. Not sure about that, Tiffany Red, but, uh, you know, hey, that's not my friendship either. Okay, I'm not in that relationship or that friendship, but we still have so much more to see when it comes to Diddy. Because as I understand, there is an investigation. There are many things that have been turned over to the feds and now they are looking into the situation. So, uh, you know, I have a strong feeling that we are about to see the downfall of a lot of industry people, industry people, you know. Let us pray. (laughs) All right, you guys, it's been a great show. We'll right back at it tomorrow uh, on Friday. And we'll have some more Aquaman tickets tomorrow. Uh, We'll do that. But you already know what time it is. It's Zoe Williams with the voice of reason coming up with a fire show as he always does. Remember, I am your host, Robin Ayers. And today and every day forward, be a blessing. Be a blessing.